All right, this is time organization. Okay, let me go ahead and start the timer <laughs> no, here. Take no. one. Okay, okay. This is intro, take one. I know, and I've started the timer. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And welcome to Hella, Hella in, in Your Thirties. This week, we talk about time management and time off. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Oh, hi there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in this wow. fine morning. So good to have you. I'm uh, hanging out with Muriel. She has a gigantic spider bite on her arm. I've had the same spider bite for three days. And I'm pretty sure I have. I woke up, I had two bites on my neck and one on my arm. And the one on my arm is like gigantic terror, terror, terror. And then the two on my neck are like, okay. So I think he put all the venom into my arm. Yeah. And just bit me for good measure a couple times on the neck. It might have been his mosquito friends too on the neck. If it's two different bugs that bit me in my sleep, I'm going to die. (laughs) (laughs) It better be the same goddamn bug. No bites on Nick. Mm. There's never any bites on Mm -mm. you. Uh Uh-uh. They don't. they, they, They know better. I have a pro tip for anyone listening out there. If you get a spider bite, do not Google image search spider bites. I cannot <laughs> tell you how horrific that is. Like, actually, it's just like way too much. Like, and I, I like they're not censored. <laughs> you want to watch. It's real gross. But the other side effect to that is then your husband, a.k.a. me, will see the Google images and then have way less sympathy for what you have on your arm. Right, which is still a giant, crazy-looking It's still not good. It's spreading down the side of my arm. <laughs> I feel like I'm dying. Or becoming a superhero. No, I would be a supervillain, probably, right? <laughs> Can we be honest? I'm Ursula from, you know. Oh, yeah. Mother. yeah. That, well, that's how she turned That's how Ursula became Ursula. Right, a spider a bite. spider bite yeah. and turned her into an octopus? <laughs> yeah. Nick. <laughs> They're both amphibians. We're, I mean, we're yeah. not amphibians. The things where you have eight arms. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> yes. Poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're just kind of like getting ready for our week. Um, we, oh, well, we also start, we have, we've gotten a lot of stuff going on. We're going to be talking today about time organization, uh, time management, that kind of stuff. And our trials and tribulations. And our trials and tribulations. Yes, yeah, so I got the spider bite. What else is new? Oh, Adding to the list of crap that we do, we started taking a commercial auditioning class. Oh my god, that's taking up some some space in our time management. For yeah, sure. Yeah, that's been uh, pretty intense. It's been it's been pretty great. It you know we're thirty four and thirty five years old, and we had to jump into intro to commercial acting technique because we got an agent who thinks we're hilarious and also is completely flabbergasted that we don't have any commercial experience I think by talking to us she sniffed us out pretty quick she was like really gentle about it she's like you know you guys are great i know you're really experienced i probably suggest taking like just an intro to commercial <laughs> auditioning and i was like ah whatever okay we'll do it because we want to be like yeah we should you know whatever and we got there and like we're good at acting on camera but every other aspect of auditioning, like I, I didn't know anything. Yeah. Like anything. And the whole thing starts off with like a mock audition. So like before they tell you like, Hey, welcome to intro to class. They like treat it like a normal audition. So like they knock you off your toes and like, they just call you in one by one and you audition. When you're just like waiting in the lobby for a teacher to come out and be nice to you. Instead, they just walk out and go Muriel Montgomery and then turns around and walks back into the room. So they, we did all of our stupid auditions. All of us are terrible. They taped every single one. And then you sit in a cold room, shoulder to shoulder and watch each other other's giant stupid faces on a giant monitor the room is cold both literally because of the air conditioning and spiritually because of the death that's going on inside everyone's I mean, heart you, you i i will say this i hate looking at myself on camera i think most people do it's like you probably look fine but you don't want to see that and it was like every single person in the room was like, oh, for the love of God, don't make me watch this. You're going to make me watch this. And then the teacher was like, yeah, you can critique each other's performances. So I was like, if any of you bitches say a single thing about anything I did, I will walk out of this room. Keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. 
we were so for that first part of the process we were like in the in the lobby waiting to be called in Ugh. like Muriel and I were like probably number like eight and nine on the list so we're sitting right by the door and so seven or eight people go in before us then I go in and do mine and come out and then Muriel goes in and do hers and and I'm sitting there and Muriel is the first person that I'm hearing whose voice is carrying through the door I, I was wanted, like this I girl is being hella loud so she came out and now that we're both done I was just looking I was like girl you were the only one I could hear through the door and she just looks at me and goes fool you're the only one I heard through the door <laughs> I was <laughs> like you're so loud <laughs> Nick and I are like the trained theater actors and so with no experience and we just walked in there and like my name is <laughs> like shouting our names into the microphone but it didn't really seem that way on camera and it didn't we, but and we the were the, also the best ones. We were some of the best ones, which is like, thank, thank God, thank God, thank the Lord Jesus Christ that we were not the worst ones in the class. Yeah. Cause if I had to be the worst one in the class and be the most experienced <laughs> and have to watch my big fat, stupid face on this monitor talking, <laughs> I was just like, I will, I will die. Oh. Basically like it's zoo. So to, to start the take two, you slate your name you say like, "Hi, I'm Uriel Montgomery," and then or the, if you're Nick, you just go Nick Castellini <laughs> with like a dead look in your eye and like no smiling, <laughs> and then it zooms in so your whole face fills the frame like it's a giant picture of your face, and then real quick he zooms out to show your body, and your body is no matter how in shape you are, how cute you are. Your body's terrible because you're freaked out, you know, and you're standing at a weird angle and you weren't expecting him to pan out. So everybody's face is good, but their body's like at a weird like angle, like they're holding all their stress and tension in their arms and like their oh. feet are ugly. Uh, oh I, my God. I don't want to say there's also like some of those people just God love them clearly <laughs> have never done anything before. And the teacher's notes are like, you know what? Just for this next one, uh, be better. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do, uh, how about just less fake? You know yeah, what I'm like saying? You're kind of fake. Like you hear it, you're pushing yourself. Like you're at a 10 fake and like, we need you to be a two real. <laughs> it's like, Oh no. And then, so some of them is just like, God bless them. And I don't want to say this guy's real name. So I'll just come up with like w basically what his name is. Basically his name is Tom boring and that's his name and that's not his real name, but that is his name. Can like, I just say like his last words. name is bland <laughs> legitimately. <laughs> so we can call him Tom bland, but he literally goes, Oh my God. He's the most classic guy. And he's showed up to this thing in a suit and like a button down and a tie. And then he went in and, we have to watch his slate, you know, on this big screen. So it's this big face. And he's just like, what's your name? And he's like, Tom. <laughs> and then he's like, what's your whole name? And he goes, Tom Bland. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear to God, if he ends up listening to this podcast, we like, you. you're a great guy. like we're being kind of, I mean, you know, you're a good person and we actually have, you're in our hearts fully. It's just not your fault. Your last name is Bland. It's just too much. It's just the whole thing was too much. It's the whole thing. Is the just whole too thing much. was just too much. But, you know, it was very fun. So and anyway, <laughs> like, uh, like, so adding to the pile of garbage that we do every single week, that's like morning till night, just piles of stinking garbage. We added a commercial acting class. <laughs> so I have been feeling like. Now we get into the topic of this right. podcast. Right, eight minutes in. I hope you're still with us. It's basically we're talking about managing our time. Yeah. So like, and keeping calendars and day planners and that kind of stuff. So forever, Nick has always kept a calendar since I've known him. Since he was a like, you're really young, right? Well, I used to. Yeah, I mean, it was probably not until after college. Oh, okay. So, so I don't since think we've been together. Yeah, for sure. Since we've been together, maybe even during college, I started it because I used to my short story. I used to draw all the time and doodle and stuff. And then I kind of stopped doing that. And I just transferred all of my doodling, drawing energy to, to calendar keeping. So my calendars are like highlighters, color coded drawings. Like, yeah, but you're also very exact with like what, like your, um, like you're very exact about like what 
your week looks like. Yeah. Like I don't keep a calendar at all. Like I'm really bad at it. Yeah. You always try to make me do it. I end up just putting my stuff in Nick's calendar. <laughs> like my calendar is like one week completely blank. The other week, like chicken scratch everywhere, like <laughs> crossed out dates, like angry, like, well, this was canceled because da, da, da. like, you know, mine is just like, um, like insane, like, I don't know, like conspiracy theory calendar <laughs> and Nick's is like really neat and everything is in there and it's always correct. He never has any dates wrong. He puts dates immediately in there. So they're beautiful, but they're also really accurate. Yeah. And I think you love that. I love it. I, I mean, I spend like the day planners I get are expensive. Like I use this moleskin one. I switch it. I try to switch it up every couple of years in terms of which one I get. I mean, I could talk about this all day, which would probably be pretty boring. But yeah. So yep. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but what are you saying? I love it. Oh, I love, you my, love it. I and love I, my you love an organization. Like, I think like you like having your time like super regimentally organized. I just like to know. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine trying to get anything accomplished any other way. Yeah. Well, you know how you do it. Crash down the mountain, no poles, baby. No poles, no skis. You said, if you, no you, snow. No snow. Sometimes you can catch momentum if you just trip and fall on your stupid fucking face. Roll down the hill. That's how you get momentum. That's how you get things done. So that's the difference between me and Nick. Uh, I am always stressed out and always angry. And Nick is usually like, oh, really? Um, well, I'm pretty sure it says eight o'clock we're supposed to start <laughs> when he knows we're starting at eight o'clock <laughs> why the question mark man and then me i'm like i don't remember having to do anything tonight and i'm furious that i have to leave my house um yeah so so something has happened recently so basically mira and i you know moved to la now four and a half years yeah, ago yeah and we uh have been basically non-stop busy this entire time yeah and kind of const and so and then it's like it's cool we've a lot of new stuff has happened for us yeah we've had a lot of uh strides forward well, we feel think, great in a lot of ways i think like though also well go ahead sorry well i was just gonna say like we have accomplished a lot but also i think we kind of have held ourselves to impossible standards so in a lot of ways it feels like we haven't reached our goals yet and we're still like I working just wonder, on stuff like what when nick and i first got together i was working all the time i waited tables like maybe four times a week i was managing a restaurant um like co-managing a restaurant on a Capitol fancy Hill. One too. like a fancy really busy restaurant and the shifts were between like usually nine to 11 hours, like something like that, like really long hours. Yeah. And I was doing that. And then I was directing and producing a play for a theater company. And I was putting in tons of hours on that. And Nick was teaching like high school. He was teaching a bunch of really cool classes. And like you were teaching like um, DIY filmmaking and, and like this really screenwriting cool and yeah. creative writing. And yeah, I was teaching and I was writing a ton. I was writing screen. I mean, I was in that time period, I probably wrote maybe five or six feature length screenplays. Yeah. And then you were also working at this terrible Mexican place that was like in this Mexican restaurant. You were like pumping out like enchiladas. Everyone I, was in love with me. Yeah. That was pretty hilariously. <laughs> that was a prime of just everywhere I went. Women were falling in love with me and wanting to murder Muriel. I know. I literally, this is like no joke. When he had that, he used to go, when he worked at that Mexican restaurant, he used to go across the street to the Safeway to get like stuff from the deli, the QFC, the QFC. And then one day we were just grocery shopping, like on a day off and we went in there together and the lady behind the counter freaked out on me. Cause she realized that he had a girlfriend. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> she was like, got like super upset. Like, I mean, it's, it was ridiculous. It was intense. Yeah. He was too cute. I now I got you. You're gray. You're <laughs> gray and old. Um, so anyway, like we've been working, we've always been kind of like, working lots of hours and like kind of like going crazy, working, 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 but something shifted when we moved out here and I don't know what exactly it was, but like, I just got tired. Like I'm, I've been feeling like over really overworked and really sort of like pushed to the edge of what I can do. Well, it's a big difference between 22 and 35. See, I kept thinking that. Yeah. However, and I think that there is something true to that, but I actually think uh, I am 
I have worked myself up into being like way more uptight about like taking time off in a way that I wasn't before. So like before I used to be like, ah, who cares? Let's like go do something crazy. And now I feel like I am. Well, anyway, I I feel like I, I'm like, I need time off. I need time off. And I've been feeling really guilty about it because I'm yeah. like, is it because I'm getting older and I can't handle as many hours? But I'm not like that old. I'm like 35. I should be able to like handle a bunch of hours till I'm 60, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's the what idea. I'm banking on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think I was like, I can't, I mean, I, I should be able to do this, right? Like I should be able to like hang. And I've always been able to work a ton. But lately I've just been like so like not just tired, like tired, like I need a nap tired, yeah. but also tired, like burnt, like my focus isn't good. You know, like my, my, um, capacity for like, uh, working is just kind of dulled yeah. you know, in this way. And so we sat down, we tried to figure it out and Nick and I bought an hourly calendar and started recording our hours. So hourly, she's saying hourly calendar because she is not that up on the day planner How lingo. Is not a hourly calendar? It's a day. It's an hourly day planner. What is the what is the <laughs> difference, Nick? What does it say? And this apparently is at a glance calendar. So eat. <laughs> there's nothing in here that says hourly day planner (laughs) weekly appointment book a weekly appointment book you tell me why i'm wrong (laughs) i i i um what's it called sustained um oh good (laughs) it's a yeah so it's each day of the week uh monday through sunday yeah or sunday through saturday and each hour of the day mapped out Yes, except for we do stuff like late night stuff all the time. Like Nick works till midnight a lot. I teach classes. Or you have a show that starts at 1030. Yeah, I teach classes or I do shows until like 10 or midnight. Um, And this thing stops at 8 or 9 o'clock. It's like who stops at 9 o'clock? Yeah, right. (laughs) So it's... So, so what we so what we started to well there's a couple of what we started doing the short story is what we started doing is just filling in actually what we're doing each day and for how many hours. Yeah. Yeah. And just to give ourselves credit because you know we we've accomplished a lot but some but we don't give ourselves a lot of credit and we haven't reached our goals like we still depend on restaurants to pay our bills. You know, like we have, we're not fully launched in our career. Yeah, I wouldn't say we've accomplished a lot. We've done a lot of art, which is amazing. <laughs> I feel like these are different things. Well, we do, a, we work a lot at, we want to be able to make art for all of our money. And now we can kind of, if you kind of include teaching and maybe a couple of things, we kind of make a little bit of money doing art. And most of the stuff is from restaurants. So we'd like to make all of our money from doing art. So we do a ton of art all the time, right? But and by art, we mean this podcast, uh, shows, uh, web, you know, series, web series, like plays, uh, improv groups, like whatever. Just yeah. like t- I paint, you know, like we make it's just like just tons of stuff. I draw in my day planner. Yeah, you draw your day planner. <laughs> but also, I mean, I just want to say real quick, just because I say, love I'm you, not, okay, go just because I love you. We have accomplished so much. Like we moved to L.A. You're arguing me because you love me. <laughs> We've done a lot, you know. We, I don't give myself any credit for anything. I know that's the whole point of this. I know. <laughs> Basically, what happened is we just kind of burnt, or Muriel more so than I, because I'm just like a little puppy and can just be like, everything is great. He loves everything, it's which insane. is also not true, because then I just crash and I'm like, feel like a loser because my I have friends that are on getting famous and <laughs> selling <laughs> movies and shit. So I I'm just know. like, oh, poor me, know. you know, and then I, I crash super hard and we all go, see, you're not happy either. I knew it. I knew you all were I'm miserable. Doing, I'm just, I'm like hiding in the bushes with like a witch's cap on. <laughs> just waiting for Nick to crash. I'm like, see, see, <laughs> it's not sustainable. <laughs> so, all right, where are we at? So, so uh, basically like, so part of this is like, we wanted to track our hours to see if we could get a little more. I basically ran into a wall and I was like, listen, like we don't take days off and I'm sure lots of people out there don't take real days off. Like some people do, some people get weekends and like, God bless you. I wish I had the same thing. We don't get weekends. So we don't take any full days off usually unless it's like a birthday or like some sort of special occasion, but we do take half days off sometimes. But lately, and especially kind of this whole year, we've been really busy and like trying to get a lot of work out so we can try to get some 
actual paid work. And our half days have now turned into like a, like a day off is a six hour work day. So like, instead of having a Saturday off, you would work basically almost a full eight hour day. And now it's been like an eight hour day is like a day off for us. Yeah. And so like an evening and I just kind of ran into this wall because not only do we not take days off, but now we're not taking weekend weekdays off or the nights off either. So yeah. like we can't make, I have one day a week where I make dinners. Right. And then we have like something we can pick out all week. Cause there's no time that I have to even make a, like make a meal at night. Cause we're coming home so late. And so I was just like, I was like, I think if we're more efficient with our time, we can start to find more pockets of fully time off. And we started mapping out everything and giving ourselves credit for work that doesn't necessarily pay, but it's necessary for us to kind of move forward in a career. Like artistic things that are like art projects, we treat as kind of like, well, that doesn't count as work. That counts as like passion projects but the thing is it's still work it's like you're working you're engaging like it's it's like you're producing something well even right? worse than that i don't consider my restaurant work actual work yeah right i consider that like yeah. dead time yeah that is like it doesn't count so yeah. i'll work you know depending on my schedule sometimes you know it's four four you know eight hour shifts in a row yeah. you know and then come monday i'm like miro's like oh you get a day off and i'm like that's kind of the go-to thought. And my thought is like, no, I just had the last four days off. Like I haven't done anything in right. four days. And so, and honestly, you know, it's interesting that you said that. Cause I think I'm the opposite of you. So when I have to work, I consider it just work. And then everything else, like rehearsals, for instance, take up a huge amount of my time, but I don't count that as, as work, even though yeah. I have to do that to be able to yeah. do sustain any of the stuff I'm doing. But I think, well, the show is the work, but the rehearsals don't count. But the rehearsals are, the show is the tip of the iceberg yeah. in terms of time and energy. The rehearsals are the iceberg underneath. Yeah. Like that's like, it's like five, six, seven times as much time, more than that, you know, yeah. 20 times as much time in rehearsals than you are in shows. But I don't count that as work because I think, well, well, you just have to do it. Yeah. And so for me, we're kind of counting things in a different way. And so when, so we end up really missing each other a lot of the time. Yeah. Like basically like on days where I think we need a day off, Nick is like, we have to get started and have to start working. And on days where Nick thinks we need a, a day off, you know, like, well, that's actually never, Yeah, <laughs> you never want a day off. Well, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I actually do. I basically, because I'm a, you know, an incredible husband, well, <laughs> Muriel's eyebrows just went through the roof, uh, you know, <laughs> agree to, to some time off. Yeah. Like and I, and I always enjoy it. And sometimes it's like, and obviously like, I can't remember when it was last week or something. We just went up on the roof starting at like four o'clock in the afternoon and having worked starting around eight. Yeah. So we worked from eight to four and then we yeah. went up on our roof and laid in the sun and like had a drink. I don't remember what we did, but like, it's so obvious that I needed it. Well, see, and that's the thing, like, I'm I'm on the fence because, like, part of me is like, God, thank God Nick is just so driven because you're, like, you can pull me along with you. But then other times I'm like, I'm like, this is insane. And I think you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pretend, like, I'm just like, and, and it is like, it's funny. It feels like almost like emotional labor in a sense. Yeah, you're, no, it You're does. okay and you can do stuff. But sometimes I'm like, I can feel myself cracking and I'm looking at you and you're like, no, no, I'm fine. Let's go. Let's keep going. And I'm like, why? It's like, because if I don't stop, I'll die, <laughs> which is like also uh, its own set of like issues. Yeah. So I just decided from my part, Nick makes the coffee in the morning. I'm going to start making us take days off. <laughs> I'm pulling the brakes on this train. And when we started and mapping out the days and figuring out how much we were actually, how much time we were spending, um, we're averaging about 11 hour days. Yeah. Um, every single day. And then like the, the, sh the only day that we had less, we had a, a day where we worked six hours and then we went to our friend's baby shower. And that was the first non, that was the first short day we've had. Yeah. Um, this week we're on the books to work about 65 hours. <laughs> which I think I know a lot of people work 80 hours, which yeah. is insane, but like 
that's a lot. 65 is a lot of hours, you know, and I had no idea. And like looking at it now, I can be like, oh, okay. I think I can have some time. I think I have to have some time. No wonder I'm stupid and tired. It's like I'm tired (laughs) because this is it's a lot of hours. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was a big that was the the a big part of that shift was just deciding that all of these things that we feel like we have to do that feel like necessary evils like exercising and returning emails and you know, the commercial audition class, which I actually, it was really fun and yeah, great. It was, fun. it was great. And like all these things that we feel like we have to do, these necessary evils actually are work. So just for the love of God, give yourself the credit for it. Yeah. And it's okay to be exhausted at the end of the day. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's that was been, a big switch and it's pretty new for us. We've only been doing it for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And it's been very like, eye-opening like there was one thing like I discovered you know starting to do this like I was like okay I I like needed some time off but then when we were taking time off like I was working 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 right and kind of desperate for some unstructured time off and then we get a little chunk of time off and it's like overwhelming you know like I'm not able to be like I don't even know how to use it it's almost like you know, Nick and I were kind of talking about like the effect that you have when you're like limiting your drinking really consciously or on a like restrictive diet and how like when you have a cheat night, it's really easy to kind of go overboard, like go harder than you would normally just because you feel like, well, I have to make up for lost time. And it's like these days off, I just find myself like, well, we could go to the beach, but I don't want to stay in the car that long. And I don't want to waste it being at the house, but I'm so tired. I just want to lie in bed, (laughs) you know? And it's like, well, should we go see a movie? And I'm like, well, we can't see a movie because like then I'm too tired to see a movie. And then you end up just like not doing anything or like kind of spinning your wheels almost like for a big chunk of the time, like arguing about what you can and can't do and all this kind of stuff, Yeah, you know? And so it sets you up to not really have a super relaxing night. And it's like, I think it's kind of signaling that it's not enough to have one night off like every 10 days. Like, it's just like, it's signaling that like that is when, if you, if, when you finally stop the train and get off for a little chunk of time and you're just crazy the whole time and right. can't relax, it's like, this is probably, this day is too precious. We need a few more of them so they're not so insane. Yeah, right. Yep. And it's and having said that, I don't think we get one off. We don't get one for, uh, oh, no, it looks like the night of the 15th. We get. Not the night. Okay, so right now. Oh, right. So it's Thursday, it's, June 7th. That's when we're recording this. Yeah, Thursday, June 7th. That's what we're doing today. Um. This is on the heels of working every single day since, um, I guess last Friday we stopped at five thirty. So oh yeah, that was nice. That was a nine-hour day. <laughs> yeah, so and we then started. We stopped at five thirty. We started at eight. Yeah, so that was on the first. Yeah. So now it is now the seventh. We still don't have a day off. The next time we have off is literally. The 15th. So from the 1st to the 15th, we had two days off. And that first day started at 5.30 in the evening. And this day off on the 15th starts at 6.30. <laughs> after uh, what is looking like about a nine-hour day. So, yeah, we're trying. <laughs> we're trying. I mean, I think that's like the gift and the curse of this new method we're trying. Is like, in the gift is that you are just like you can you're really accounting for everything that you're doing and just accepting that it's all in the in the service of you know being working hollywood people or whatever and And then and then i think and it's like all part of it and it's all life and it's good and give yourself the credit and then the the curse to that is you just look at this and you're like oh my god none of this is uh like none of this is loose, <laughs> you know, it's just like every day is, a, is strictly regimented. Mm-hmm. Like this po- recording podcast, like this recording podcast, this conversation we're recording for our podcast is like in the books on, you know, it's like we're having fun and it's great, but it was also like 
a piece of the puzzle. Right. And I think what I'm saying is it's infuriating to me to hear you say that. What? Why? <laughs> because I, I am saying we have to start to make time. Like I'm already looking at this and being like, all right, what can I change? Because uh-huh. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. I think it's really unhealthy. And I think writing it down is like, it helps you understand that you do pack your days. Yeah. But writing it down also is like, okay, what can I sacrifice to have like some mental clarity? Yeah, right. You know, and that's yeah. where I'm worried. I, so like you write it down, you're like, yeah, I mean, this is the way it has to be. So it's like a blessing <laughs> and a curse. It doesn't change a goddamn thing. What I'm saying is we're writing this down so we can start to throw things off the raft so the raft doesn't sink. So we're looking at this and it's insane. And this particular week, like we just, I had a, like some classes in a show that I had to do and it was just kind of a little bit of a weird week but moving forward I'm not going to let us have weeks like this yeah anymore. right I'm and I know you always you're so sunshiny because you'll spin it into something like yeah but you know it's a blessing <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I'll, I'm gonna get like a either a dull tipped bow and arrow set that I could just shoot you with when you say things like that or just a squirt bottle full of water cold water um we do have June 19th whole day off in here yeah <laughs> literally that's from the first of the month to the 19th that's the first day we have off. I mean, also that's you're 20 saying fucking days. You're saying the first because that's when we started that. But I'm looking at my calendar, and literally every day has been jam packed. I mean, definitely, since. I have it. We have a 13 hour day on May 30th. That's the last thing I have on books. I mean, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm ass tired. <laughs> I am tired. My bones and my ass are tired. Um, <laughs> bones and my ass. You know what I, I, I kind of like, you know, I was talking to some friends about this cause we like filled out this calendar and it's been kind of revelatory yeah. cause at least I can look at it and be like, I'm not too old. That's not why I'm tired. I'm yeah. tired cause this is too much, you yeah. know, it's like, and I can logically like unequivocally say like, it's a little too much. Right. But I don't know. I was talking to some friends and, and the other kind of interesting thing is, you know, talking about like you your reset time your personal time is worth something too it's not worthless right it's not a waste and i think that the same mentality is kind of applying to things like rehearsals and things like that we don't give ourselves credit for working in a restaurant it's like we value like our activity and our time like in this hierarchical way where some things are like oh that's legitimate and that's illegitimate but a lot like a lot of the time like this stuff is way more on par with each other in terms of importance and stuff like that and i think like you know for me what i'm learning is like i think my qual i'm i'm concerned about my quality of life right yeah you know like it's like i think nick and i both have like idols who are workaholics you know and like feeling like that's what you have to do in order to keep your head above water to keep progressing you need to work all the time and i think that there's a lot of truth to that but i also kind of think like well a we don't know their stories like for sure we don't actually know how many hours a week they work we don't actually know any of that stuff yeah i mean personally i would rather work you know four 16 hour days in a row and have a few days off you know like that's a way to kind of like I mean, there's lots of ways that you can have a really heavy week and still have time off. And we don't know how people do that kind of stuff and stay healthy. We just see people being workaholics and think I need to do that because I want that kind of life. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing is, is like I I'm like kind of getting to the point where like in my 20s, I didn't care too much about. I just did what I felt like doing. And a lot of that was like just whatever you're compelled to do. And then plus you have to add in hours at some dumb job to make money right so it's like but then everything else is just you're compulsed you're compulsed you're compulsed and i think like we're in this other zone right now where like i love everything i'm doing but it's different it's like my quality of life is more important and 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 i require different things for my quality of life to be good you know like 
I'm not sitting here going like, I want weekends and nights off because that's impossible. But I am looking at my week and being like, I should be able to have at least two evenings off <laughs> yeah. in a week. I need like a couple evenings off, maybe a morning over here that's like lazy, yeah. you know, and then I need like a day off once in a while, like more than once every month, you know, like an actual day off. It's like, and I looking at that and being like, if I had that, I think I could work so much better on the days in between. Right. I mean, I think that's what Artemis was basically saying yeah. to you is like, it's especially cause like we're, this is like a creative endeavor right. that we're undertaking. And so that time off is an investment in your creativity. That yeah. is how, you know, you, you do, you know, I mean, I guess by that, by that token, like anything you do, whatever you do is, is for you, but just relaxing and that rejuvenation and what comes to you just by taking time off is so is, is as important as rehearsal, right? As, as networking, whatever that means, as you know, it's it just is a part of the, the well, picture. And I think it's like as, I mean, I think it's true for everybody. Like, even if it's not a creative thing, it's yeah. like you, like, it's just like the same reason why you have to drink water and like, you have to kind of like, you know, take care of yourself in certain ways or like, it's important to sleep. Like there's lots of things that you have to do to be functional. And like, we weren't, it's like time off isn't wasted time. And it's not even zero time. It's like an investment in just like having a better life. Yeah, right. Because you know? like this is our life. Yeah. like This I'm not, is it. I was like, I can't, you know, like a, like a few weeks ago even, I was just like, I can't do this like for 10 years. Yeah. You know, like this, this, like we're starting to develop this For life. 10 more years. Yeah. You know, like I think, well, and I, I think specifically like in LA, there's something that happens where like there's not a lot of, there's no seasons really, no strong seasons and like. You know, it's easy. Everybody is kind of like does gigs and stuff like that. So it's yeah. really easy to kind of piece your day together for, through a bunch of little things. Yeah. So you're always hopping around. It's like audition, rehearsal, you know, editing, uh, podcasting, um, show at night, teaching gig, coaching yeah. gig. Like you're doing all of this stuff and you're knitting it together and there's like chunks of downtime within your day, you know? So you think, okay, well, you know. I can spend an hour at this coffee shop right like and and that's fine but you I think it's easy to start to like that turns into every day and I'm just saying like we wake up early we go to bed late and there's downtime in our day but we're talking about like maybe it's like I don't know what a 16 17 hour how many we're sleeping about seven hours a night right yeah yeah roughly, so like yeah. 24 minus 7 is 17 right so like waking up and going to bed let's give us an hour and a half sort of like you know to get up get ready da, 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 or like yeah. go to bed right an hour and a half so like you have maybe 15 and a half playable hours in a day let's say yeah we're working for 11 to 13 of those hours and then the rest there's downtime so you think oh i had a nap today or i took a long lunch today and yeah. so you think well i had a good like you know like it's a way to trick yourself into thinking <laughs> you had a lazy day yeah. or you weren't super productive and then at the end of the day you count up the active hours and it's still that many hours it's a lot of stupid hours even if you're taking breaks you know i was like remember i was someone i was talking to at at beer belly or somewhere and i had felt lazy yeah and then but then i like I was like, yeah, how are you doing that? Oh, I don't know, man. I kind of had a lazy day. And they're looking at me already weird. It's like, well, well you're, you're here. At work. At, you're at work and it's four. So like, how could you have been lazy up until then? And then I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know, man. Like we worked, you know, we shot this thing and then we had like this photo shoot and then I did this and I listed off like four or five things that I had done that. Yeah. Day. And they just, they look, looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. It was and I didn't think about it until later. Yeah. And then I just started laughing at myself and I was like, and it's not that I want the credit or anything. It's that I like feel bad about myself. Well, see, and that's the trick of it. I think that somehow something shifted for me over the last like five years or so. We're like, I was like, I'm sick of feeling bad. Yeah. Like it's like, it's turning into this weird thing where like, 
you know, because we haven't maybe gotten the jobs that we really want to get, like we're not, we haven't succeeded in what we're trying to do, which means you don't deserve to stop until you're finished. You know what I mean? And I think that's a piece of it, but I think that that's the thing for me is like, I'm like, why do I feel like I'm not doing enough? You know, like that's part of this whole thing is like, I want to honor myself. I want to honor the work that I'm doing. Like that's part of the reason why I wanted to write it down. Yeah. Was because I wanted to be like, not to like lots of people work lots of hours, you know? And so it's not to say like to brag about it, but to just like, like sit down with myself and be like, stop beating yourself up about not being where you want to be. Like filling your whole day with stuff is, is still, you know, isn't necessarily going to get you there. You know, like, you being an okay person will probably get you. Yeah, there. right. You being a happy person and a functional person, you know. And I, and I wanted to look at this thing and be like, I'm proud of that. Like when you work in a restaurant, I used to work doubles all the time when we lived in Chicago, and I can walk off like a 15 hour double and be like, I did that. I'm exhausted. I worked all day. I can point to that and say like, that's what I did, and there's a reason why I'm tired. You know, when you're doing art all day and it's like you have little pockets of time, and it's really easy to feel like you know, well, you're just wasting your life, you know, (laughs) whatever you're doing, you're just like whittling it away. (laughs) You actually look, you know, so it's, I think it's important to kind of like reflect on it and like honor, you know, the time that you spend in your endeavors and like, say like, this is worth something. This is like, I put the effort into it and I deserve time off. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. And then it's just like, it really is it can be really dangerous comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. And, you know, I said this earlier, but, you know, whenever someone in our walk of life, you know, start around the same time as us or that we rub shoulders with kind of like makes that big leap and is suddenly like on a TV show and, or staffed on a, you know, for writing for late night or whatever it is. It's so so easy to look at what they did as uh like this really smart path they took yeah because now it's in it's in hindsight right yeah and then you look at your days and how you're spending your time and what you're by you i mean me you know what i'm doing you look at yourself you look at you know you're just like what am i doing why you know yeah and that is such a it's it can be it can it can sometimes be super inspiring and it also can just be like so harmful yeah you know because everyone's just making it up as they go along yeah right and you just try to do the the things that you want to do mixed with what like you should do mixed with what you learned needs to happen like it's like nobody has any real pathway to happiness. Like, yeah. like that's the thing. Like for me, like if I have like a birthday wish or anything like that, like the thing I'll always wish for is I just wish to be happy, whatever that means. That's like the mm-hmm. most important thing to me. And I am happy most of the time, you know, that hasn't always been the case, but I am happy. I'm like, but I think like, I mean, that's kind of at the end of it. It's like, what is it comparison is the thief of joy or something like that i think that's the saying oh say it again i think it's comparison is the thief of joy oh sure you know i think like i mean i've never heard that before but it makes sense i could be making it up but i'm pretty sure that that is something i've heard like a saying i've heard before it could be using the wrong words but i like at the end of the day it's like okay well that could have gotten you that would you like any of that in your mind you think you might but that's like not your path yeah and then one thing is is you can like i just want to be happy and it and doing art stuff makes me really happy and that those types of jobs like as i'm getting them incrementally they make me really happy so i want to continue to try to achieve that right but it's like sometimes we lose track of that i think in the grind of it all it's like you have to do this and you have to do that and you're obligated to do this and you're obligated to do that and it's like you know you're giving up sacrificing so much you know to attain this thing and it's like you're forgetting it's like whether or not your quality of life is good enough to live you know yeah right. and i think that that's to me i was like i think that that's got to be a, a part of this equation that there has to be you know 
there has to be pockets where it's like you have rest and you have like pride in your work and a time to reflect and a time to just you know like reward yourself for a job well done maybe even an overall sense that like this is life and like this is good right you know because like the problem with what we do with comedy is we can be having like everything can be going terrible and then we have like a show that is really uh rewarding Mm -hmm. and like and also like you make the audience laugh and then you laugh really hard and mm-hmm. then and then afterwards you hang out with your friends and you get a drink and you just keep laughing and it feels so great and it's so rewarding that it makes up for the shitty week yeah and you think like well that's what it's all about it's all about like this you know this laughter and release but also you didn't necessarily have to have the shitty week i don't think you do you don't i don't think you do i don't think, I don't you, think do. you do either yeah. and i think that i it's not that i thought you had to have the shitty day before the cherry on top at the end of the night but i do think that that cherry on top of the end of the, the cherry on top hid the fact that you weren't really eating it so, Keep an ice going. cream sundae you were eating a, you were eating dog shit and you could have gotten you could have just gotten i don't know does that track what you just said? <laughs> no not really because i think you eat the cherry on top first i was you know that's what the problem with the cherry on top is it should be a um, cherry on the bottom oh right you know what i mean no because you don't like cherries <laughs> well i kind of get what you're saying no i'm just you know the point that i'm saying which i know you get asshole is that (laughs) is that because of the rewards of what we're going after can are so great and they feel so good that that they it kind of masks over a lot of other unhappiness or weirdness or discontent that becomes at least for me was really easy to ignore for a long time and then you just and then you reach a point where we're both at where it's like this is our life like this is it we're we need we need this process the whole thing to start to feel good well yeah uh, yeah that's an interesting way of putting it i mean i don't think i i don't do things thinking that like oh well this show is going to be really good like i i tend to just feel like I just think it's important that you enjoy what you're doing and we can enjoy it in different ways. I've been editing yeah. this web series. I had to learn this editing program, uh, premiere and I'm terrible at computers and I've never edited anything before. And I tend to, I have like a kind of a good eye for it. So it's like rewarding in the sense that things at least aren't a total shit show. They're like, really good. They're Mural, turning out like, okay, but, no, it's pretty impressive. But I doing that work is like, not the greatest it's kind of amazing to do and it's rewarding in its own way but it's not the same as like getting off stage and laughing with your friends like you're just yeah. sitting there going like ah okay i did it you know <laughs> yeah. it's just a lot of like stress and like but it's rewarding and i think like for me i try to make everything that i'm doing kind of something that i can find some reward in but i do think i start to see less and less value in it the less time i have off I think that's just the truth. I think if I'm overworked, I just start to see the, sh- I stop seeing the shine in what I'm doing or even the point, you know, cause it just becomes one thing bleeds into another. And I just, you know, there's no, there's no like break. And I think that that's how it is for me is like, I just can't, cause I actually genuinely, you know, you can have a shitty week, but typically like I enjoy pretty much all the work that I do the only time that I start feeling like it's a burden is when I don't have a break from it. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, and I don't want to think of my life that way. Cause I worked really hard to get this life, you know, but it, it's like, I do. If I can't take time off, I do. I start to just feel like, and then you start to feel like, well, you, you don't deserve, you haven't gotten where you wanted to get, so you don't deserve to be content. You know, yeah, I think right. that that's a big element of yeah, it. It's right. like, you haven't earned this. You haven't earned your break because you haven't gotten there yet. And it's like, yeah, well, if it takes you 15 stupid years to get a good gig, what you're going to say 15 years of your life, you haven't earned like the right to just like 
relax. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. It makes zero sense. We're probably working harder now than if we make it, we're probably working harder now than we would be that later anyway. Right. In the future. Um, Woo! But when we do make it, ooh, we are taking some vacations. I'm taking a vacation in my mind right now. <laughs> so I think looking at this calendar. Yeah. Um, I am already scheming time off. Oh, look, we have a couple evenings off over here. And what, what do you want to do? July. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> June uh, 15th, we get to take a break at 630. 6.30. Got that and June one. June 17th, we get to take a break at 6.30. 17th? Oh, 16th. 16th. Oh, yeah, yeah. Friday and Saturday night, back to back, which will be just enough time to drink some whiskey, watch some Netflix, and, and go, go to, to sleep. sleep. <laughs> uh, what do you want to do on June 19th? Oh, my God. Um. Okay, okay, okay. No, this Tell is exactly what... No, I don't have anything. It's exactly what you're talking about. Well, we could drive to the beach, and then we can get there at 7. Th- you know, just, like, you start planning, and, like, well, okay, we'll miss rush hour, and then it's, like, you know... Well, what would your dream be? Um. My dream would be wake up in the morning... Uh, do some push-ups, some jump roping. Alone? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, y- yeah, while you, um, you know, start editing, then we'll work. <laughs> <laughs> He's not joking, folks. No. <laughs> then we'll go to the comedy store this time as you know as you're making guests, me like so as angry. Guests, we'll go to the you're comedy making store. Making me so mad right now. <laughs> no, we'll go. We'll go to a, a film festival and watch three French films Why that we can dissect. Why you antagonize me? <laughs> Oh, no. oh my God! This burn on the back of my leg is how are you not? You're being so I... obnoxious. You're not going to answer my question at all. Okay, well, I I don't know. The last time, <laughs> it's gonna it's, honestly, it's gonna depend day of how tired we actually feel and are, because the last time we had some a day off or whatever, we were like planning what we wanted to do, and then both of us, and then we were even started getting dressed to leave, and then we were both just like, "Do you just want to stay here?" Yeah, and that then, wasn't a day off. We got done at five. Oh, that was our, we had how we literally worked evening? eight to five. That was an <laughs> afternoon, and we were a day off. I was like, "We're gonna get done at three, and we worked until five. And then I was like, "All right, we're done," and we got dressed to go see a movie. And then we were just standing there, and I was like, "This sucks. This sucks. Let's <laughs> just not." And that's when we went up on the roof. Oh, that was great. Yeah. What do you want to do on a day off? I would like to maybe. Go out to breakfast, go walk somewhere, sit outside, mm-hmm. go see an early, early, early matinee. Oh, yeah. Nice. And then come home and lie in the sun all day and drink cocktails on the roof and listen to music and talk shit. And then later in the evening, maybe make a fun dinner or like Nick and I have this thing we call Nick and Muriel happy hour, which is my favorite thing, which is like just snacks. So mm-hmm. like pat like sometimes we'll get some pate or I'll make some pate and we'll get some cheese or like mini bagel pizza bites or like <laughs> random stuff like chicken wings and just have like a big pile of lots of different snacks and then we just sit around <laughs> and eat that. <laughs> Nick and Muriel happy hour. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds great for that day off plan. Good. Uh, yeah. And then in the, I'm in charge. Um, well, I am looking forward to this new method. I would suggest. If you're ever feeling overwhelmed or overworked, like what I will say, I don't know what the solution is. You kind of have to find it for yourself, right? But I do think like actually writing down everything you do in a day and giving yourself credit for stuff that you've done, even if you kind of think, well, you know, I have to do that or I have to do this or whatever, giving yourself credit for like, the labor that you're putting into your life. Even, oh, we added like going grocery shopping. Yeah. And like errands. And it's like, that was a big one. Actually, yeah. I forgot about that. We didn't mention that. That was like this whole, you know, like running, like doing these important things that you have to do. Yeah. That just seemed like, well, that's dead time that you're not. You wasted. I mean, you go to the laundromat and it's like, well, we have to go. There's no way. It's not, it's like, and it's work. You're folding. You're doing all this stuff. Yeah. It's just like, Counting it, looking at it and being like, hey, at the very, very least doing this kind of switches you from being like, I'm all over the place, which is how I was like, like, I'm all over the place. I'm out of control. I'm tired and I'm not productive enough. And then like looking at it and being like, I did enough. 
not only did I do enough, I went the extra mile. And since we've been doing this the last two weeks, I have felt more empowered to continue the work into the evening and then like more adamant that I need to take evenings off in certain places when I can and like saying no to certain things. And it has been really great. And I felt more proud of like how I'm spending my days and okay with like taking an hour for lunch, you know, or like starting a little later and drinking coffee in bed. Or if I need to like, before I go teach a class until 10 o'clock, like taking a 30 minute nap, like doing that kind of stuff used to feel like, oh, you're being bad. Yeah. And now I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> this yeah. day is like an 11 hour day of work. You're totally okay to, if you need to take a quick little nap and reset to go in and finish the rest of your evening. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does help a lot. It's helped my, my feeling about myself and my work ethic, just doing that and like resetting and being like, oh, you're good enough. You're, you're working hard enough, you know? And I would suggest to anyone out there, if this sounds at all fun, get a couple highlighters, <laughs> get a couple of colored, different colored pens and have fun with your planner. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, just make it colorful, draw on it. And to me, that's a huge thing. I love to, Muriel knows I love it. I wake up in the morning. I, I have little one. I open my little one. I open my, the planner thing. One side is the days of the week. The other side is just a blank uh, like ruled paper and I write out all the to-do lists, everything I'm supposed to do. And then I write it all. And then I put everything in the week. And if you're feeling like at all out of control with that stuff, or I don't know, people, I don't do a digital one at all, which maybe we're, we might actually start needing to do. I really don't want to. I love my pen and paper one. I love my color and like, I'm saying color coding, but like there's no code to it it's just like colorful and i i write things in different handwriting so like one thing will be in cursive and the other thing will be in like block letters and like <laughs> you know i just treat it like a like a sketch pad more or less that's all like you know planning my day and you know what it's been I want to say it's worked for me, but you know, it's not like I'm a billionaire by now. So maybe, maybe don't do it. But if you just want to try doing a, you know, if you want to enter that world, yeah, you know, that Oh, cause I keep mine also. I have a bookshelf full, full of, of calendars, all of my old, old calendars. calendars. Yeah. I don't throw them away. They're like, they're instead we of drawing, I have more them. different people. I feel like <laughs> I, I'm just sitting here going like, if that doesn't sound fun to you, catch this. What I like to do is just, angrily grab a pen or a pencil scratch out whatever's in my calendar scrawl out something new write something else put an arrow to where the other thing should be just kind of like you know and then shut the calendar and not look at it again <laughs> <laughs> every little bit helps ever heard that phrase it's true comparison is the thief of joy the thief of joy <laughs> <laughs> let's do yoga let's get all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, you guys are the best. Uh, update: Muriel's spider bite is the same. It's still <laughs> it's not better since we were the hours long conversation we had. I'm since dying. Since we last mentioned it. Yeah, dying of a spider bite. Um, so uh, we wanted we got some people to thank. Yeah. Uh, did you have anybody? Well, just there's a lot of people on Instagram giving us love, and it just means so much. Thank you for the follows. Also, just real quick, if anyone, so, like we don't necessarily follow you back sometimes because it's like you're private or whatever, but just know we love you so much and thank you for all it's, the follows. It it's means really a lot. fun like expanding this world and yeah. like having people like hang out and like, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's been really fun doing this podcast and it's really fun kind of interacting with everybody who's like relates to it. It's really a, like a it's wonderful, satisfying special. thing. Yeah. So thank you to Brianna Lynn um, for your really sweet message. I think that maybe what you said in your review is maybe the nicest thing somebody said to me. <laughs> it was very moving. <laughs> it was really cool. And it made us feel like really proud about the podcast and like really glad that you relate to it. And, um, what a fascinating job to be like a, a conflict man, like somebody who deals with conflict management and stuff like that. I always thought that would be like such a fascinating thing to do. Um, so if we can help in any way, you know, holler at us. If you have any like ideas for like fun things that we could talk about that, you know, couples typically like um, face 
mm-hmm. know, we could we could have a good solid argument about something. <laughs> so hit us up. Um, the other person, Michelle Tyndall, thanks for your sweet message. Uh She's going to try cryotherapy. I said, try it. Don't get the facial, everybody. <laughs> cryotherapy facial is just windburn on your face. We're going, we're still in the thick of being way too busy to go out and do a ton of experiences for now. So we're going to keep the podcast uh, faux pas lounge style uh, topical conversations. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, you yeah. guys are absolutely incredible. Yeah, you're really like the best group of people we could ask for. Um, yeah. So look forward, uh, probably over, like in the next couple of months, once we're through this kind of craziness, we're going to get back to some experiential things. We have a good friend who's going to be getting her tattoo removed, which I think will be a really fun episode. Oh, that's so going to that, be crazy. That should be coming up soon. Um, bye Nick. Bye Muriel. Campfire. <laughs>